What? Don't look at me like that. I'm, I'm not crying. You're crying. I mean, it was emotional seeing Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff together on the ice one final time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to need a sec. Play the music. You're locked on Ducks. Your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys. I- I'm good. I promise. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And hey, make sure to check me out on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And if you follow LO underscore Ducks last night, it got a little bit emotional as we saw Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry together for the final time. And I did jokingly say that nothing else mattered in this game except for Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry. Nothing else mattered. Well, that was before things got a little bit weird during the game. So I'm just going to recap the game very quickly before heading into the big story, which is Getzy and Perry. Yeah, it it was a weird one. The Ducks, you know, they come into Tampa Bay losing a heartbreaker at Florida and they had a shot to win at Florida. So this time they rolled with Anthony Stolarz, who has been great all season long. Tampa Bay, the back-to-back defending cup champions, they came out firing in that first period. Ross Colton and Alex Kalorn got things started. It technically could have been three goals for Tampa Bay in the middle of the game, but there was an overturned goal because of a very easy offside. Second period, though, things got weird. Things got, as, as we say... The game got drunk. Adam Henrique scored on a deflection. Okay, it's 2-1 to one Ducks. Then halfway through the second period, Adam Henrique scored again on an assist from, you guessed it, Ryan Getzloff. All right, so it's tied at two. Then 20 seconds later, Troy Terry, who's very good at hockey, got his 34th of the season. There was tips all around. At least, yeah, there, there was tip shots. There was tip attempts. Something that the Ducks have been practicing, and with good reason, and good for the Ducks to continually practice on that. So tip shots going in, Troy Terry gets a goal, Ryan gets off his second assist of the day, giving him a career total of 1,015. Hmm, 1015. Sound familiar? Number 10, Corey Perry. Number 15, Ryan Getzloff. Both hanging in the rafters soon, I'm just saying. Anyway... That gave the Ducks a 3-2 lead. They had a lead at Tampa Bay. Had a lead. Let me repeat that. The the Anaheim Ducks had a lead at Tampa Bay against the Lightning, who have won two consecutive cups. So what does Tampa Bay do? In a somewhat surprising move, they pulled their goalie. Wait, really? It's only three goals. I don't know what I don't know what happened there. I don't know what John Cooper saw right there. John Cooper, the Tampa Bay coach. And he said, no, you know what? I got to pull Vassy right now. So out goes Vasilevsky. In comes Brian Elliott. Yeah, that that really happened. And Ducks fans were getting excited like, whoa, wait a minute. They, 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 they pulled their goalie? Yeah, the Ducks chased the goalie. If you can believe that, that really happened. It was 3-2 to two for pretty much, pretty much, the rest of the game. I say pretty much because the Ducks did what they have done all season long, and that is 
take their foot off the gas offensively, put in some lines that are a little bit eh, not questionable, but you know there there could be other lines that go in there that would generate more offense, and that wasn't the case. So the Ducks holding on to their lead once again instead of extending the lead to two or three. Nope, pulled their same shenanigans again, and it burned the Ducks again. Stop me if you've heard this one. The Ducks allow a game-tying goal with less than a minute left in the game. Again. We, we've heard this before, haven't we? Nikita Kucherov, with 12 seconds left, scores the game-tying goal. Isn't it poetic justice that Corey Perry got the assist on that one? Yeah, Corey Perry got the primary apple on that goal because, of course, Corey Perry would get the primary apple on that one. So... Yeah, tied three to three. Who would have thought? I mean, there was there was a chance for the Ducks to go ahead further in this game. Jamie Drysdale had a terrific shot that just went off the post. I got to give credit to Jamie Drysdale. I thought Drysdale had a pretty good game overall. Defensively, he was he had one of his more sound games. Offensively, he was doing a good job driving the puck. And even later on, where he would kind of gather himself, generate some speed, get into the offensive zone, and create a good chance. But man, Tampa Bay. Extra attacker. 12.3 seconds left. So we head to overtime. Overtime was fun, wasn't it? It was like old school overtime hockey. It went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Until finally, we had a goal. With four minutes left in overtime. Yeah, that's right. Alex Kalorn got the game-winning goal with four minutes left in overtime. <gasps> or did he? Replay would show that he was offside. Yeah. Second goal disallowed because of offside. And that goes in favor of the Anaheim Ducks. So after they blow the horn, after the crowd celebrates, after everyone's up and around, Tampa Bay celebrating because they had just clinched a playoff spot. They needed they needed that. Nope, 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 nope. Stop the celebration. Hold on. Stop the celebration. We have to check this on replay. And this was a long, long replay review too. But it was shown that Kalorn was offside. So here we go again. I mentioned Jamie Drysdale. Had a very, very good chance in overtime where he held the puck for about 10 seconds in his own defensive zone, then just revved up, got the speed, and had a good, good chance. A great shot that just went off the blocker of Brian Elliott. So then it went back to the other side again. And this time they wouldn't miss. Alex Kalorn, he's back. He tries to wrap around, gets the defense lost, and then Anthony Sorelli with the game-winning goal with about three minutes left, and this one this one counted. So Tampa Bay won it 4-3 in overtime. They clinch a playoff spot. The crowd goes wild. Everyone is going berserk. And, boy, that was, that was bad defense right there. That was brutal defense, actually. Trevor Zegras standing around in the high slot. He kind of stopped skating for a couple seconds. Uh, Zegras kind of missed a little bit there. But there was that mix-up between Troy Terry and Cam Fowler. Cam Fowler had been pretty decent on defense, but right there, he just he just missed his assignment. I don't know what happened there, but Cam Fowler just lost. He lost Sorelli and Kalorn, 
and so did Troy Terry. So that's how the game ended. Ducks lose again. What a crazy game full of weirdness and Vasilevsky getting pulled and two disallowed goals because of offside. This game had pretty much everything. Pretty much everything. And we're going to talk more about Corey Perry and Ryan Gesloff. That'll be the remainder of this podcast. So we'll get to that after the first intermission. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, everyone's favorite protein bar. They have 18 fantastic flavors covered in a chocolate fondue. And if you're like me trying to get in shape, then you definitely need those Built Bars to help you get through the day. They're packed with 17 grams of protein, not much sugar. In fact, only about 3 to 5 grams of sugar and only about 130 to 170 calories per bar. And don't forget to check out the Built Puffs as well. The Churro Puff, my favorite flavor. So if you want to check it out for yourself, head over to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Coming up after the first intermission, we're going to talk all about the friendship between Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez as we talk about Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry together one final time in last night's game at Tampa Bay. So I talked about the game for a little bit, and I had to talk about the game because of how crazy it got towards the end. It got a little silly. But what I really, really wanted to talk about was the fact that Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry skated on the same shoe device for the final time. As you may or may not recall, this was a couple weeks ago, that Ryan Getzloff announced that he'd be retiring from the National Hockey League. He's been dealing with an injury over the past year, and he just knew it was time. He knew. And it's probably good timing that he did this before this road trip. If he had announced this after the season, we wouldn't have had the reception that we did with Pears and Getze. But as it is, we saw something incredible. But I don't want to talk about the game first. I want to talk about what happened the night before. Yes, there there is something that happened on Wednesday night. So going back, Tampa Bay on Tuesday night, they played at Dallas. They lost one nothing. So Tampa Bay flew back home Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. The Ducks, they came off of an emotional one goal loss to the Miami, to the Florida Panthers. I said Miami. Ha! Ah, old school Miami arena fans would know this, but they're the Florida Panthers. So the Ducks lost. They take a charter to Tampa Bay late Tuesday, early Wednesday. So both Getsy and Pears are in Tampa Bay. So apparently they go out to dinner Wednesday night and had what could be described as one of the longest dinners ever. They apparently spent the whole time just talking and reminiscing and just being together again, which is really awesome to see. What was also really great was that their bond apparently is stronger than ever. And this was Corey Perry and his wife, Blakeney, who went out to dinner with Ryan Getzloff, and they just had a good time. They were great. There was no rush. And this is uh, thanks to Eric Stevens at Iceman Cometh. 
of the athletic who talked about this apparently they didn't want dinner to end like the check came and no one picked it up like they just kind of looked at the check and went oh all right no one's gonna pick it up we'll keep talking so they kept talking for a full hour after the check came (laughs) which was great it's great that neither of them wanted to leave I think they both kind of realized, like, hey, we don't want this to end. Like, we want to just keep going. Like, while we're here, we'll keep talking. And all three of them apparently had a great time. And this is what Corey Perry said the following day. He said, quote, he wasn't pulling out his credit card. We sat there for an hour with the check on the table. Finally, I said, I got to go home. <laughs> end quote. <laughs> uh, that that's, that's just very nice of Corey Perry to say that. So I like that little story. And I know a lot of listeners out there, they don't subscribe to the athletic. I I like reading all these little insider articles about just stuff like this. This is the kind of stuff that gets ducks fans a little bit emotional because we know how close they are on and off the ice. They grew up together. They were drafted together in the same year. One of the best NHL drafts in history, 2003. <laughs> this is a long time ago. I promise I'm fine, guys. <clears throat> I promise I'm fine. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Then they came up on the world's juniors. They dominated. They won gold. Then they went into training camp together. And they played together for 14 years. Ryan Getzloff has been the captain since 2010. So they just spent a lot of time together. They won a Stanley Cup together. They won countless division banners together. You see all those banners at the top of Honda Center? You see all those all those division banners that you see on top of Honda Center is thanks to Ryan Getzloff and Corey Perry. That dynamic duo. I mean, yes, there are there's the other players. There's Tamu Solani who was there until 2014. But what about those other divisions after Tamu left? And that last season, Tamu was still effective, but at that point, it wasn't his team anymore. It was Ryan Getzloff's team. It was Corey Perry's team. Corey Perry won the hearts. And Ryan Getzloff, he was the heart runner up, if not for an even more dominant Sidney Crosby that season. Yeah, again, I'm going to say this louder for the people in the back. People forget that Ryan Getzloff was a runner up for the MVP at one point in his career. And he was fantastic that season helping lead the Ducks to home ice advantage. I mean, granted, they lost that second round to the Kings, but it wasn't Tamu's team. Tamu was retiring. This was Getz's team. That was his best season, and everybody knew it. So when I look at those banners, and when I think about the run that the Ducks had, Tamu had a small part in it. But that was pretty much thanks to Pears and Getze. So to see those two, one final time, you know, the twins, as as they're somewhat called, born only six days apart, they played together for a long time. They battled together. They won together. And to see all the interviews leading up to that final game, you could tell that there was a little bit of emotion, a little bit of tears. Both guys have so much love and respect for each other. So then we come to the arena And wouldn't you know it, those two meet up downstairs right away and start talking, reminiscing again. Then they have to change, get ready for the game. As soon as warm-ups began, 
they found each other, took a couple quick photos before the game. That was really cool. I like seeing that. Is it something to get emotional about? Hell yes. You definitely get emotional about that. Then the game started. One thing about this game that I didn't point out, I pointed out that Pears scored, and I pointed out that Ryan Gisloff had the two assists. That's why I wanted to talk about the game first. They both scored. They they are both still playing at a good level. Corey Perry, he could play another couple seasons. Ryan Getzloff, he's been injured, so I understand why he's retiring. But to see those two together again, before warm-ups was great. But what really, really got everybody emotional during the game was Puck Drop. Puck Drop just got everybody. Duck's Twitter was pretty much sobbing and falling. Like, oh my god, I can't believe this. And even I tweeted out, like, nothing else matters. Like, that's it. They faced off. Nothing else mattered in that game. Little did I know what would happen in the game. But at that moment, seeing Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff take the opening face off, you couldn't help but be a little misty-eyed. You could sell that to Disney. Well, maybe not Disney. But you could just have a whole 30-minute just not documentary, just a whole 30-minute feature. In fact, that's what Ducks Live should do next week. Just have a full 30 minutes about that last meeting between Corey Perry and Ryan Getzloff. And at least a couple of those minutes to talk about just that final face-off. That, by the way, Corey Perry did win that face-off. Okay, yeah, he got, he got his buddy one final time. But just seeing them take the center ice, that was really cool. That was a great moment. I loved every minute of that. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission and talk more about this one. But first, let's talk about Bet Online, which is where the game starts. It's the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And if you put some money on the Lightning, you won a little bit. If you put money on Tampa Bay to win it all, you know what? You could make a pretty penny because they are one of the favorites to three-peat this season. The future Stanley Cup odds are there at Bet Online, And you also have the NBA playoffs. They're starting up right now. How about tonight's game? The Clippers could make the playoffs. They might miss it. There's that. Could Phoenix win it? Could the Milwaukee Bucks repeat? Well, all those lines are there at Bet Online. Once again, check out Bet Online on either your mobile device or on your laptop computer. Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with J.D. Hernandez on episode number 525 of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I thank you for your continued support in this podcast. So one stat that I kept hearing repeated, and I love this stat, and I honestly thought it would be more. But did you know that Ryan Getzloff assisted in 177 of Corey Perry's goals? I thought it'd be more. I thought it'd be closer to 200. But 177 is still a lot of assists to his best buddy. So that's a neat little stat. I I loved hearing about that one. So I didn't talk about what happened after the game, did I? No, I didn't even mention that. 
after the game was officially over, like officially, officially over, the it wasn't just Corey Perry. The entire Tampa Bay roster, the whole roster, skated up to Ryan Getzloff, shook his hand, gave his thanks, super classy of the entire team to go over there and shake his hand. Also, I can't leave this unnoticed, classy gesture by the fans in Tampa Bay to also stand and applaud in respect to Ryan Getzloff. And the cheers got even louder as Corey Perry was the last one in that line and gave Ryan Getzloff just a long embrace. You could tell they talked for a few seconds and it, it was great. It was an emotional moment, something that, man, everybody just went, oh, like the emotions on this one. The emotions on that one were strong. They came up to each other. They they embraced. They hugged. That that was a great moment. That was a truly great moment and something that a lot of Ducks fans will never forget. Ryan Getzloff has only four games left in his career. The three at home and the one at Staples Center next weekend. I wish I could be at Corey's final game, but I'll be out of town. But I will be at the game on Sunday, and I'll be there on Tuesday. So if you're listening and you want to say, hey, I'll be at both games Sunday and Tuesday. We're going to have some fun. We're going to check out Ryan Getzloff, and we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to have a lot of fun and reminisce about some of the best moments of Ryan Getzloff's career, reminisce about how many assists he's gotten, including the two on Tampa Bay. That was really cool. Part of me doesn't want Getzloff to score any more points because I think it's poetic that his career point total right now is 10-15, which is Pears and Getzloff's number. I think that's cool. But knowing how he plays, he's probably going to get a few more assists. I would say he gets maybe four or five more apples before he calls it a career, and then that'll be it. And you know it's good that he's still going to continue to be a force. He's going to continue to drive play. And this was this was a great quote, speaking of great players. Corey Perry, he was right out in front. This is what Adam Henrique said after the game. Quote, and this is talking about Corey Perry. Quote, we knew he was going to be in there. That's his game. He's in there. He finds ways to be that pest in the sight of whoever he's playing against. He's not afraid to get in there. And that's why he's had the success that he's had. End quote. Then later on, Henrique talked about both Ryan Gesloff and Corey Perry. This is what he said about both of them. Quote, those two guys are my two guys that will be in the Hall of Fame one day. And it's pretty special, the chemistry and what they had together as teammates. But even to see them apart and doing their thing is still fun to watch. End quote. We knew that Getty's been struggling with injury. We all knew that he was going to retire if it was too much for him. And, and it was. There was a little bit of fear that Ryan wasn't going to make it. And this is what Corey Perry said, quote, I knew he wasn't playing and I just said, are you going to make it? A couple of days later, he texted me saying he was on the plane to Philly. It was nice. It was that he's playing, end quote. As soon as he saw that text, he knew, Corey Perry knew that he'd get this chance. As far as what Ryan Getzloff said after his great play, after everything, this is what he said after the game, quote, that's why I'm here. 
I could have retired last year if I didn't think that I could still impact this hockey team and try to push things. And I'll continue to do that all the way through here. It was nice to get out there with those guys again. End quote. So, yeah. Ryan Getzloff still contributed. I mean, Getzy's got 30 assists. That's not bad for a player that's had as many miles as he's had. 30 assists are the most he's had since 2019. I'd say that's pretty good. 33 points, definitely not a career high. He's His scoring has gone way down as far as goals. But as far as assists, I mean, he's still passing with the best of them and still looking for his teammates, especially one Troy Terry. And that's just the kind of player that he is. So we'll see what his career total is after this is all said and done. Once again, only four games left in the illustrious career of Ryan Getzloff, and I'm thrilled to be going to half those games. So once again, if you're heading out there, go ahead and say hi. I'd love to hear from you guys. All right, that's going to do it for today's podcast. Once again, thank you for listening, and thank you for finishing the week with me. We will be back on Monday talking about the game that took place Sunday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'll give my three stars later on in the week. And then Kings versus Ducks. Oh, boy. Back-to-back games. It's going to be fun, y'all. Just watch. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, among others. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. Once again, thank you all so much for your continued support. It is greatly appreciated, and I hope to see you guys at the Panda on Sunday. Also, also, don't forget that there is two games this weekend. The Ontario Reign and the San Diego Goals have a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday. Rather, Friday and Saturday. Friday, today, it'll be here in Ontario. Saturday's game will be down in San Diego. So I hope to see you guys for those games as well. Because I'll, I'll be there. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend. Enjoy all the hockey. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another and Ducks fly together.